Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. It was grade 12. We had worked really hard the previous year, and it was my volleyball team. I say my volleyball team because I think every single person on the team felt like that. We were definitely a team, but we all owned our roles on this team. Anyhow, in grade tw- grade 11, we were a pretty good team. I think we lost a, f- a handful of games, but grade 12 was our year. I believe we went through the year and we lost one game before playoffs, which meant we had a chance to win provincial level competition and our team was definitely good enough to do it. We had beat pretty much everyone across the province. We'd lost one match at one point to one team and that was it. So it happened to be we were going through the playoffs and guess which team we ended up against the one team that we had lost one time against our, our coach was awesome. Very good coach. He's also a phys ed teacher for the school. I believe this was the year he figured we were going to win the championship and uh, he'd been coaching. What I learned later was he was actually going to become the principal. So I think he might've known at some point around now that this would have been one of his last years coaching us. So lots of pressure and some that we weren't aware of, but uh, our games, we, we were just ticking along. Perfect. We went into this game against this other team and everybody brought a bunch of wooden blocks and they'd hit them together and it got so loud. You could barely hear anything. You couldn't hear your coach. You couldn't hear nothing. You couldn't even hear people on your team when they're trying to yell in your ear to get your attention for something. It was something that we hadn't experienced before. I know a lot of high-level athletes have probably experienced all of this, but in a small gym with a bunch of people banging blocks together, it was a lot, and it really did start to get under our team's skin. Our coach was so consistent. Every time that we would have a timeout, our coach would sit there, calm us all down because our team would get a little scattered every once in a while, And then uh, we would get regrounded and we would walk out and we would just own it. And this is what he had been doing for the previous three years as our coaches. Because this was, we went through grade 10 or 9, 10, or 10, 11, 12 with the same coach. Very consistent coach. But there was a lot of pieces at play that I don't think we were aware of, like I said earlier. So anyhow, we keep into this game. We're doing quite well. I actually think we were ahead for quite a bit of this this game with this other team. And then we realized amidst all the noise and everything, we'd done a tandem hit. So we'd spun two players off of the setter, came down, hit, and then we set our blocks for the return. And then we served and realized that our team was out of order. Because when we lined up to sit to get ready for the serve we're all looking around like oh no like let's just fake this one and then get back in our rotation during the next rally so we did that and we thought we had recovered but then the other team pointed out and even though we got back into our rotation they had argued successfully with the refs that we were out of rotation at some point in the previous of this game now here we are 
we're pretty rattled. We do our serve, uh, and we got, uh, I think we lost our serve. We lost a couple rallies. We were definitely starting to fall apart as a team, and all the noise was getting to us. Everything was just starting to overwhelm us. We walk over. Our, co- our, ref- our coach calls a timeout. We walk over to our coach, and it's time to sit down, calm ourselves down, get regrounded, and uh, figure out what's going on, get everyone clear heads, because some people weren't used to playing com- competitive sports on our team. So this whole experience was even more rattling to those who this was the only sport they played. And uh, so we're sitting there and we walk over, we all sit down, we look at our coach and he goes, what on earth are you guys doing? We know better. We've only lost one game this year. And he just let us have it. All of us were sitting there stunned and shocked. And I'm talking like this, this coach, I have more respect for him than anybody else. But in this situation, he absolutely lost it. And he didn't like swear at anybody or do anything like that. But he absolutely told us that we were better than what we were doing and and gave us the old one, too, that none of us had ever experienced in our previous two and a half years being under his coaching. And I look around and I remember knowing at that moment that our team had lost. I remember looking at every player and there was only two that also played a lot of other sports. And I I think even they were rattled because it was an unexpected behavior from our leader. It rattled every single one of us. And I remember looking at the one person that uh, only played volleyball and was very tall and really good at that team. And he was on the verge of crying and he's not the one to yell Uh, to yell at to get stepped up I don't think he'd ever been yelled at before ever and yes it does happen I remember going to basketball camp and getting screamed at the whole time I was like okay I'm getting used to this but in this situation none of us expected it half of our team wasn't even used to it and I remember looking around and realizing we'd lost our game so when we uh when the timeout was over we kind of tried to pull together as a team and try and come to the same, like just to a place of calm. And then the ref blows a whistle and says, your timeout's over, get on the court. So then we're rattled again, but we were trying our best to try and calm ourselves down, but it was completely unexpected. If you can guess what happens next, I think, uh, I think it's pretty clear. We ended up not sinking again as a team. And Out of all the games that I've ever played, I think that would be the only game where I knew 100% that it was the coach's fault. And I've played a lot of sports growing up, uh, and I knew at that point that the coach lost us that game. And due to how it worked, we weren't able to even play at Provincials because the host team of provincials was in that tournament. So even though we beat them, they ended up going to provincials and we didn't. And had we have gotten, so it was the first team, first place team that went to provincials and the fifth place team that ended up going because they were hosting provincials. So it was brutal on our team because we got second, which would have normally made us go. Now, without drudging up my uh, high school days sports frustration I think there's a few really important lessons to learn here especially in leadership 
when you're in situations like this. You see, people have expectations of their leaders, and leaders have to match those expectations. As much as they lay them out, they have to match them. And that's easy to say. It's easy to say, oh, you got to be consistent all the time as a leader. Well, it's almost impossible for a few reasons. So I was just going to quickly break down a few tips to being consistent as a leader. Number one, be who you are. Don't try and be somebody that people tell you you need to be as a leader. I am, I'm the last person I ever thought that would end up in senior leadership. I, I like to have fun. I'm a little silly. I even laugh in meetings and make people laugh in meetings where we should probably be crying and we end up building relationships through that. That's part of who I am. I have fun, even in hard times. Uh, I also, uh, oh, I could chase a rabbit trail on this one, but I'm, I'm going to try not to. But I basically had somebody come in and we were in, like, there had been a lot of mistakes done, and I was trying to rectify it. And I popped a joke right away, and he burst out laughing because he was going to cry. And we ended up figuring out the problem. So that's my style. So you got to ask yourself, what is your style? And realize that it will be much easier to keep your style if it matches who you are. Don't try and create some other style for you. Be who you are. First and foremost, no matter what you do, make sure it's who you are. So that's number one. So once you've figured out who you are, how you play out in these meetings, and you want to make sure you're consistent, the other one is you have to feel to heal. What I'm talking about is if you were to act like your emotions are a bottle of pop, and every time you have an emotional issue as a leader, like something really emotional happens, Go for a walk and feel through it. If it means you have to cry, if it means you have to laugh, if it means you have to weep, whatever that is, you have to find a safe place to have those feelings. Because if you don't, all you're doing is putting your thumb on the end of the bottle and every time something bad happens, it's getting shaken. Eventually, as you know, if you keep shaking the pop and the bottle's not fully sealed, eventually you're going to get pop spraying all over and that is your emotions. It's exactly how I explained it. I've seen too many people try and withhold their emotions, not feel anything. And then eventually they feel everything. And it's usually at the very worst time ever. And then finally, a tip I learned over the last couple of years, that's really helped me with something that uh, I used to kind of just find myself in, which I didn't want to do. So I wanted to get rid of this part of my life is halts. Now, this is the last kind of piece of the puzzle. So number one is make sure you are who you are. Lean into what your strengths are. Lean into all of those pieces. The next piece is make sure you're not plugging the bottle, expecting it to holding it through, being the tough person no matter what's happening, because eventually it's going to come out. So you got to make sure you have safe places to let out. And finally, it's called halts. Before you go into meetings, before you set yourself up into struggle, into a stressful situation, ask yourself, am I hungry for age? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? Or am I uh, stressed? Halts. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, and stressed. If you are one of these, you have to make sure that you acknowledge it 
so that your 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 whole body is aware of that that part of you. So if you're hungry, you're like, "Ooh, I haven't eaten in this happens to me all the time in work because I love my work. I love what I do. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I haven't eaten since breakfast and it's like six o'clock and I'm still giving her on something that I was excited about. So at that point, I'll run and grab something really quick. But you got to ask yourself these questions. Are you angry? Are you lonely? Are you tired? Are you stressed? So once you go through the halts, then you can figure out what you need to do to fix it. Because if you're tired, you can't do anything before a meeting, but you can acknowledge that you're tired. Don't feel guilty about being tired. Just acknowledge that you're tired. So you have to be careful or lonely. If you feel like all your staff are against you at this time, I'll get used to it because it does happen at times. But what's happening is you, if you don't acknowledge that, you don't know what's going on. And then, and then you might blow up and say, all my staff are against me. I don't know what's going on even though you know that's not true. So those are my tips for you. And I do know that we would have won that volleyball game had our coach have been consistent. Maybe he was angry, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or stressed. Maybe he had something else going on in his life. I knew he became a principal right after, which made a lot more sense. But all of those pieces, had they have been pulled together at that very moment, I know we would have won the, uh, we would have won provincials. We would have been the first time our school ever won that. So as a leader, you need to be that consistent for your staff. They need to be able to lean into you and trust you. Trust that you're going to be consistent. Trust that you will always be there for them when they need you the most. And they'll be there for you all the rest of the time, they'll achieve more than you will ever expect once they know that you are trustworthy and you'll always be consistent for them. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 